You're listening to IUPR Bible Podcast with your host, the Apostle Reuben, teaching the people the Bible, podcasting out of Little Rock, Arkansas. All praises to the Most High, brothers and sisters. I'm your host, the Apostle Reuben, podcasting out of Little Rock, Arkansas. Well, brothers and sisters, once again, we're confronted with a situation. These Christians, or I should say these people that go to church on Sunday, continue to try to teach that Christ cleansed pork. Over and over and over and over and over again, they try to teach that pork does not defile a man. So I'm going to deal with it in this podcast episode. I want to open up. In the book of Mark, chapter 7, verse 1. I want to go rather quickly into Mark, chapter 7, verse 1. It says, Then came unto him the Pharisee and certain of the scribes, which came from Jerusalem. All right, excuse me there. And when they saw some of his disciples eat bread with the file, that is to say, with unwashed hands they found fault so we see it's unwashed hands Christ's disciples was eating food with defile that is to say unwashed hands and they found fault so right now we're looking at unwashed hands for the Pharisee and all the Jews except they wash their hands off, eat not holding the traditions of the elders. Tradition of the elders. Let's go down to verse, because I'm not going to read all of this. It's going to take a long time to get through what I want to get through in this particular episode. Verse 5. Then the Pharisee and scribes asked him, why walk not thy disciples according to the tradition of the elders, but eat with unwashed hands? Here's our Lord and Savior. And he answered and said unto them, Well has Isaiah prophesied of you hypocrites, as it is written, This people honoreth me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Watch why. Watch why. Howbeit in vain do they worship me, teaching for doctrines and commandments of men. In vain they do worship me. Now what let's let's look at what it means to be because I want to look at you uh, to look at an example in the book. We're going right to it. Second Kings 17, verse 13. Let's look at this vein for a second. It says, Yet the Lord testified against Israel and against Judah by all the prophets and by all the seers, saying, Turn ye from your evil ways and keep my commandments. So evil is against the law. He says, Turn from your evil ways. Turn from your evil 
and keep my commandments and my statutes according to all the law which I commanded your fathers and which I sent to you by my servant the prophets. But watch this. Notwithstanding, they would not hear, but hardened their necks like to the neck of their fathers that did not believe in the Lord their God. So because of sin, their forefathers didn't believe in God. Through transgression, their forefathers did not believe in God. And brothers and sisters, I'm just going to say this. If you transgress against the Lord and Savior, the Messiah, you don't believe in him either. If you transgress the law, if, you break, if you're breaking the Sabbath, you don't believe in Christ either. This is the same thing that is mentioned in the New Testament. And when I do the podcast about believing in the Lord, you're going to see that it doesn't change. Nothing changes with God. Verse 15. And they rejected his statutes and his covenant that he made with their fathers and his testimonies, which he testified against them. And they followed vanity and became vain. and went after the heathen that were round about them concerning whom the Lord has charged them that they should not do like them. So you become vain by breaking the law. You become vain by breaking the law. Watch this. Let's go here. Psalms 119 verse 36 says, Incline my ear unto thy testimonies and not to covetousness. So to be covetous is also against the law. Watch this. Verse 37. Turn mine eyes away from beholding vanity. And quicken me, or quicken thou me in thy way. So, what does it mean to quicken me in thy way? What is the way of God? This is the way of God. Verse 32, I will run in the way of thy commandments, when thou shalt enlarge my heart. So, the way of God is the law. So, to be quickened in the way of God is to be quickened in his laws. To be made alive through his laws. As we see in verse 37, turn away mine eyes from beholding vanity and quicken me, quicken thou me in thy way. Now, when we go back here to Mark, chapter 7, verse 7, how be it in vain do they worship me, teaching for doctrines the commandments of men? All right. Vain, they become vain by teaching the doctrines and commandments of men. Verse 8, for laying aside the commandment of God, ye hold the tradition of men, as the washing of pots and cups and many other such like things ye do. Now, for sake of time, I'm, I'm going to move down. I read verse 9. 
And he said unto them, Full well ye reject the commandment of God, that ye may keep your own traditions. Now I'm going to show you something, brothers and sisters. I'm going to show you something. When we go down to verse 15, for lack of time, it says this. Now, so far, we're at the scene. And the Pharisee and the Sadducee, who were sinners, because Christ called them hypocrites. Hypocrites mean sinners. Let's go right back to, I'm going to prove to you that. The book of Isaiah. chapter 33 verse 14 here is a prophecy of this the sinners in Zion are afraid the sinners fearfulness has surprised the hypocrites the hypocrites are sinners so I want you to see is there is a group of sinners going around professing God who among us shall dwell with the devouring fire? Who among us shall dwell with everlasting burnings? Now, this is the question that Isaiah is asking. Him. I'm going to finish this off because I know somebody might want to know about the second part. It says, he that walketh righteously. This is, just, this is God is um, referred to as the devouring fire or everlasting burnings. That's referring to God. Who shall walk with him? He that walketh righteously and speaketh uprightly, he that despiseth gain and oppressions, that shaketh his hand from holding bribes, that stoppeth his ear from hearing the hearing of blood, and shutteth his eye from seeing evil. This is your Sunday pastor. Your Sunday pastor or I should say, excuse me, this is not your Sunday pastor. None of these qualities describe your Sunday pastor. I said that wrong. Excuse me, brothers and sisters. None of these are qualities or attributes of your of a Sunday preacher. He doesn't walk righteously. He doesn't speak uprightly. He despise. He does not. He he does not despise gain or oppression. He puts his hand in every bribe. He opens his ears to the hearing of blood and his eyes is always open to see the evil that he does. And I'm going to show you as we go back to the book of Mark. The book of Mark. Watch this. Book of Mark 7. Let's see. Book of Mark chapter 7 verse 15. It says, for there is nothing from without a man that enter into him can defile him. So Christ is saying there is nothing from without a man that entering into him can defile him, but the things which come out of him, those are they that defile him. Now so far again, we're talking about unwashed hands. All we can say is it's unwashed hands so far in the book of Mark up in the chapter. Now watch this. If any man have ears to hear, let him hear. Now, 
let's go back up to verse 15. It says, there is nothing from without a man entering him, entering, enter him can defile him. Watch this. I'm going to show you something, brothers and sisters. Psalms 119 verse 1 says, Blessed are the undefiled in the way who walk in the law of the Lord. Blessed are they that keep his testimonies and that seek him with the whole heart. Let's go back up to verse 1. I want you to notice the undefiled in the way who walk in the law of the Lord. So we that keep the commandments are the undefiled. I'm just going to say that we that walk in the law are what the Bible calls the undefiled. Watch this. Isaiah 24, verse 4. The earth mourneth and fadeth away. The world languisheth and fadeth away. The haughty people of the earth do languish. The earth also is defiled under the inhabitants thereof because they have transgressed the laws and changed the ordinances. And you can bet, brothers and sisters, they have changed the ordinances. And we're going to see why today. You're, going to, you're seeing it in Mark 7 when it comes to pork. This is what they did. They changed the word of God. Watch this. The earth also is defiled under the inhabitants thereof because they have transgressed the laws, changed the ordinances, or the ordinance, and broken the everlasting covenant. So the breaking of the covenant, the transgression of the law, is how a man is defiled. So when we go back to Mark, we're going back to now. Mark 7, verse 16. If any man has ears to hear, let him hear. Verse 17. And when he was entered into the house from the people, his disciples asked him concerning the parable. So this was the parable. And he said unto them, Are ye so without understanding also. Do ye not perceive that whatsoever thing from without enter into the man, it cannot defile him? What is entering into a man, or what can enter into a man? Let's go. the book of Proverbs chapter 2 verse 10 when wisdom entereth into thine heart 
and knowledge is pleasant to thy soul, watch what happens, discretion shall preserve thee, understanding shall keep thee. Why? Verse 12, to deliver thee from the way of the evil man, to to deliver you, to deliver you from the sinful man and from the man that speaketh forward things. Watch this. Why? Proverbs 28, verse 5. Evil men understand not judgment. See, that's why Christ says, are y'all without understanding? Do you not perceive? This is why evil men understand not judgment. But they that seek the Lord understand all things. This is what, so, as we seek the Lord, we're going to understand what Christ is saying in Mark 7, verses 18 and 19, now, because that's the crux of the doctrine. Let's go to another verse and get one more. It says this, if a ruler, this is Proverbs 29, verse 12, if a ruler hearken to lies, all his servants are wicked. These are some of the things, brothers and sisters, we have to be careful not to look over. Let's go back to Proverbs. 2, verse 10, when wisdom entereth into thine heart, and knowledge is pleasant unto thy soul. Discretion shall preserve thee. Understanding shall keep thee to deliver thee from the way of the evil man. This is the unlawful man. The evil man is the unlawful man from the man that speaketh forward things. I'm showing you, let's, we're looking at what can enter into a man. Let's go to the book. Well, let's stay in Proverbs chapter 17, verse 10. A reproof entereth more into a wise man than a hundred stripes into a fool. What is reproof? What how, what comes from, what does reproof come from? Let's stay in Proverbs. Chapter 6, verse 23, For the commandment is a lamp, and the law is light, and reproves of instruction are the way of life. So the reproof comes from the law. Your reproof comes from the law. These are the things that can enter into a man, but Also, evil can enter into a man. Watch this. Watch this, brothers and sisters. Psalms, chapter 37, verse 14. 
The wicked have drawn out the sword and have bent their bow to cast down the poor and needy and to slay such as be of upright conversation. He said, their sword shall enter into their own heart. Their sword, what is the sword of the wicked? Lies, falsehood, deceit. Their swords shall enter into their own hearts. See, that's what it can enter. Lies and deceit can enter into their own hearts, and their bows shall be broken. See, this is the Lord flipping this. God is saying, their swords shall enter into their own heart. It shall go back into their heart, and their bows shall be broken. Why? Verse 16, a little that is, a little that a righteous man hath is better than the richest of many wicked. That's why. A lot of y'all don't understand this is about money. This is about industry. You got these pastors lying and making scripture mean what they want it to mean without going back and totally looking at the parable because it is a parable. So, so far, we're looking at what can enter into a man. Go back to Mark. Chapter 7. Verse 18, and he saith unto them, Are ye so without understanding also? Do ye not perceive that whatsoever thing from without enter into a man, it cannot defile him? So, I want to stop right there. If the Sunday community does, they, they don't keep the law. And the, and the Bible says that the defiled are those, or I should say the undefiled are those that keep the law. Those that keep God's commandments are the undefiled. That would mean, again, that the defiled are those that break God's law. So the parable is more to Christ explaining to his disciples that the defiled... in which he confronted because if you look up early in the chapter let's go back in verse 6 he answered and said unto them well have Isaiah's prophesied of you hypocrites see hypocrites the Pharisee which were sinners we saw it in Isaiah 33 verse 14 the hypocrite is a sinner is already defiled but they are going out in pretense like these preachers are today they're going out in pretense trying to make scripture say what it say and to us it looks like vain worship 
or the acceptance of vain worship. It didn't take pork to defile. Let's go down. Let's go down to verse 19. Because it entereth not into his heart, but wisdom can enter into your heart. Understanding can enter into your heart. Reproof can enter into a man and into his heart. And as we read in Psalms 37, 14, and 15, the sword, the trickery, the lies, the evil, also can enter into his heart and eventually will take him out. And God would have been done destroyed the enterprise of these evil men. Christ is teaching them what to look for. Because it entered into his heart, but into not into his heart, it entereth not into his heart, but into the belly and goeth out into the draught, purging all meats. What? What goes into the belly? What goes into the belly? Watch this. The Pharisee scribes asked him, and the Pharisees and the scribes asked him, Why walk not thy disciples according to the traditions of the elders, but eat bread? That is what goes in to the belly. The food that they were eating with unwashed hands. That's what goes into the belly and comes out through the drops. Purging all meats, not pork. What they were eating, the bread with unwashed hands. So in actuality, Christ is teaching us, or I should say the Bible is teaching us, what truly defileth a man? Is it food ate with unwashed hands? Which they try to say, oh, so that just we're just going to add pork to that. We're going to add pork to that. Because it says, again, and he saith unto them, are ye so without understanding also? Do ye not perceive that whatsoever thing from within enter into a man, it cannot defile him? Of course. Watch this. Because it entereth not into his heart. Now we went over what enters into the heart, but into the belly. What enters into the belly? The bread that the disciples were eating with unwashed hands and goeth into the drought, purging all meats, cleansing all food. But what we missed, what we missed, back to verse 15, there is nothing from without a man that entering into him can defile him. What do you mean? Christ is saying something, brothers and sisters. The men that are telling you that eating unwashed hands can 
defile you are defiled themselves. These preachers that are trying to say that this means that you can eat pork because it goes out through the jaw, they're defiled themselves. The Sunday preacher is the defiled preacher. He doesn't keep the law. They break the commandments of God. They're already, when you look at them, you're so busy looking at what goes in, but you're not looking at the fact that the preacher that breaks God's laws is defiled before he even comes to you to teach you what's going on in Mark. The only undefiled according to the Bible. The defiled are the sinners. The defiled are the sinners. So when they try to justify eating pork, let's stop and look, brothers and sisters. The defiled are your Sunday preachers. They already break the law and teach others to do so. So the defiled is coming up teaching that pork doesn't defile you anymore? Wow. What do you expect? They're already sinners. They're already defiled the law. They're already vain worshipers. Every last one of them in the Sunday community. So why not try to justify pork as cleansed? They're already defiled. So what's one of the things that they're defiled in lying. They can lie with no problem. They don't keep the law, so they can lie. They can make a scripture with what to enter what they want. And say, verse 19 again, let's go down. Let's drop down to verse 18, 19, because it entered not into the heart. Christ is talking about the heart of a man. Which wisdom, remember Proverbs 2 and 10, Proverbs 17 and 10, wisdom and reproof entereth into a man's heart. But these, but this food with unwashed hands does not enter into his heart, but into his belly and goeth into the draught, purging all meat. Now, we already read. Let's keep reading. Verse 20. And he said, That which cometh out of the man, that defileth the man. Watch this. Again, for from within, out of the heart of men, proceedeth evil thoughts. Again, evil thoughts are what? Let's look at evil. Let's look at evil for a second.
What do evil men do? Proverbs 29, verse 6. In the transgression of an evil man, there is a snare. But to the righteous, but the righteous doth sing and rejoice. In the transgression of an evil man, there is a snare. An evil man is a transgressor. back let's define this let's define this brothers and sisters so verse 21 mark 7 verse 21 for from within out of the heart of man perceiveth unlawful thoughts adulteries, fornications, and murders. All of this is against the law. Theft, thou shalt not steal. Covetous, thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's ox, ass, wife, whatever. Wickedness, deceit, lasciviousness, an evil, an evil lie, blasphemy, pride, foolishness. All these things come from within that defileth the man. So what defileth him is what's in his heart. This is what defiles him. From within, out of the heart, proceeded unlawful thoughts, adulteries, fornications, and murders. Do you not understand, brothers and sisters, that these Sunday ministers hold the qualities of Mark 7, 21, and Mark 7, which qualities for lack of a better term, but this is what they're about. They're about stealing, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lasciviousness, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, and foolishness, which all are against the law. All these unlawful things, because that's what evil means, unlawful transgression, come from within and defile the man. But But in our minds, brothers and sisters, when we see this, it's new to, it's kind of new to men, it's, it's kind of new to a lot of us that continue to see them preaching the same lie or trying to pass the same lie in the book of Mark chapter 7 about pork being clean when it's not even close to what Christ is talking about. Stay tuned, brothers and sisters. We're going to go in a little bit deeper when I return from the break. Stay tuned.
Welcome back, brothers and sisters. A little short break. Um, now we're gonna go into this thought. I'm not gonna sway this. I'm not going to just 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 sway this my way without scripture. But I want you to keep this thought in mind. There is nothing from without a man. Nothing. It's not. It's not just pork. Christ is talking about all sin. Nothing means all sin. Now, what you don't see, brothers and sisters, is preachers are teaching that not only pork cannot defile you, there's no sin. I want you to understand what this nothing means there is no sin that can defile you. That's what they're really trying to get across. There is no sin that can defile a man. If they're trying to pass pork, they're trying to pass the thief. They're trying to pass murder. They're trying to pass um, covetousness. They're trying to pass lying. You don't have to keep the Sabbath. You can under the you can under God in vanity in vainness. This is what they're really trying to push across. There's no 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 sin that can devour. See, pork is what they're using the entryway of pork to try to pass a bigger agenda. The come as you are theory that they come, you know, these things they tell people come as you are. Stay as you are. No, see, no sin. Poor can't, it, 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 no, nothing can defile you. Watch this. I want to do this because. I want to show you something. Then we're going to come back to Mark. But I want to go to 1 Timothy. 1 Timothy. Chapter 1, verse 8. 1 Timothy 1, verse 8 says, But we know that the law is good, if a man use it lawfully. Knowing this, that the law is not made for the righteous man. Why? Because the righteous man keeps the law. But for the lawless, those that break God's law and disobedient, for the ungodly, so the lawless man and the disobedient man is the ungodly and the sinner, and for unholy and profane, and for murderers of fathers, murderers of mothers, and manslayers. Watch verse 10. For whoremongers, for them that defile themselves with mankind. I want to stop right there. For them that defile themselves with mankind. Watch this. Defile themselves with mankind. We'll go into the book of Ezekiel. 
Let's look at this prophecy in the Bible. It says, And the Lord said, Even thus shall the children of Israel eat their defiled bread among the Gentiles, whether I will dry them. They shall eat their bread, their bread of sin, with the Gentiles, whether I will drive them. Now, what I want to do is I want to show you an instance of this in Daniel 1. I just want to show you what I got a lot to cover. Daniel 1, verse 7, to whom the prince of the eunuchs gave names, for he gave Daniel the name of Belshazzar. And to Hananiah of Shadrach, and to Mishael, and to Mishael of Meshach, and to Azariah of Abednego. Watch this. But Daniel purposed in his heart, again the heart, that he would not defile himself with the portion of the king's meat, nor with the wine which he drank. Therefore he requested of the prince of the eunuchs that he might not defile himself. See. When Israel was taken captive by Babylon, they would be with Babylon as God would prophesy, as God prophesied through Ezekiel, they will eat their defiled bread among the Gentiles. Pay attention. Let's go to another prophecy again. Hosea chapter 9, verse 3. They shall not dwell in the Lord's land, but Ephraim shall return to Egypt, and they shall eat unclean things in Assyria. It wasn't about brothers and sisters, you know, Israel's just sin, you know, because they had to sin in order for this to happen. This is what happened when Israel sinned. The curses of Deuteronomy 28, 15 through 68. So God is showing us when the children of Israel go into captivity or in tribulation, they will eat the defiled things among the Gentiles. Well, let's look at an instance of this. We're going to go back to the book of Mark, chapter 5. This is two chapters previous. To chapter 7. Watch this. It goes back. We're going to go back to. We're not going to read it all. Mark 5 and 1. And they came over. Until the other side of the sea. Until the country of the. Gadarenes. To the Gadarenes. And when he was come out of the ship, immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit. An unclean spirit is an unlawful spirit. Verse 3, who had his dwelling among the tombs, and no man could bind him, no, not with chains. There's no, there was no way you can, this man was too strong. 
because that he had been often bound with fetters and chains and the chains had been plucked asunder by him and the fetters broke in pieces neither could any man tame him verse 5 and always night and day was in the mountains and in the tombs crying and cutting himself with stones so this is a man that's pretty much lost it brothers and sisters but when he saw Christ the Messiah afar off he ran and worshiped him wow just like that this man saw Christ he went up to Christ and worshiped him watch this and cried with a loud voice and said what have we what have I to do with thee Messiah thou son of the most high God I adjure thee by God that thou torment me not see a lot of people say well he's talking about sending tormenting the spirits here no it says torment me not the man me for he said unto him come out of the man thou unclean spirit so he's commanding the 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 spirits that this man has to come out of him because and, and, and if you think this is kind of new, brothers and sisters, when you see Christ commanding the unclean spirits to come out of him, think of this. Because your pastor isn't going to teach you any of this. I want to get first Samuel. We're going there. Chapter 16, verse 14. It says, But the Spirit of the Lord departed from Saul, and an evil spirit from the Lord troubled him. Wait a minute, an evil? Did God just send the devil into Saul? An evil spirit is the devil from the Lord troubled Saul so spirits came when 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 and this and eventually brothers and sisters this happened because of what went on in the previous chapter see God started to plague the mind of Saul because he broke his commandments I want to show you in chapter 15 verse 22 it says and Samuel said hath the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord behold to obey is better than sacrifice to hearken is better than the fat of rams watch this for rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft and stubbornness as the iniquity of idolatry because thou hast rejected the word of the Lord he hath also rejected thee from being king see God commanded Saul to kill everything if the rat was running around nothing was supposed to survive but Saul wanted to bring defiled food and sacrifice it to the Lord these, these things belong to other nations. God didn't want that. God didn't even want 
anything from the Amalekites, nothing. So when we go back to the book of Mark, what I want, and, 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 I'm, and I'm showing you this, brothers and sisters, let's go back to 1 Samuel, because I don't want you to forget the thought. 1 Samuel 16, 14, but the spirit of the spirit of the Lord departed from Saul and the evil spirit from the Lord troubled him. What happened? Let's look. Verse 15, and Saul's servant said unto him, Behold now, an evil spirit from God troubled thee. They knew it. They knew it. They saw that spirit on him. Watch this. Let our Lord now command thy servant, which are before thee, to seek out a man who is a cunning player on the harp. And it shall come to pass when the evil spirit from God is upon thee, he shall play with his hand, and thou shalt be well. So, spirits entering into man is not, is not new, brother. It's not new at all. Back to Mark 5. Verse 8. For he said unto him, Come out of the man, thou unclean spirit. And he asked him, What is thy name? And he answered, saying, My name is Legion, for we are many. And he besought him much that he would not send them away out of the country. So they didn't want to go wait, out of the country. Don't send us away out of this country. What does that mean, brothers and sisters, when evil spirits are in a country? A lot of explanation has to be done, brothers and sisters, about what we're reading. Watch this. I, I don't have time now. Watch this. Now there was now there was there nigh unto the mountains a great herd of swine feeding. A great herd means a huge herd, a large herd, a trading herd. Buying and selling. Watch this. And all the devils besought him, saying, Send us into the swine, that we may enter into them. Remember, God sent the evil spirit in the soul. Now, it's the same thing. Now, these spirits are asking Christ, Send us into the swine. Christ has to give them, watch this. Let me go on. And forwith Jesus, or the Messiah, or Yahushua, or Joshua, gave them leave. And the unclean spirits went on and entered into the swine, and the herd ran violently down a steep place into the sea that were about 2,000 and were choked in the sea. Christ just killed 2,000 pigs, an economy. I should say, this is dealing with economics. 
2,000 pigs in that time, whether you want to call it a farm, whatever you want to call it, it would take a substantiated amount of land to hold that many pigs. And Christ gave them leave. But watch this. Christ gave them leave. I want to show you something. The book of Matthew. Watch this. Watch this. The book of Matthew. Verse 29. It says, Are not two sparrows sold for a farthing? And one of them shall not fall on the ground without your father. Watch this. But the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear ye not, therefore, for ye are of more value than many, many sparrows. Back up to verse 29. Are not two sparrows sold for a farthing? And one of them shall not fall on the ground without your father. That means if, if a bird falls to the ground, God knows that that bird has died. If a bird dies, if a bird, a little bitty canary or whatever, you're a sparrow or a blue jay or whatever, if it dies, God knows. But yet, but yet, brothers and sisters when it comes to watch this let's go back to Mark 5 now there was nigh unto the mountains a great herd of swine feeding and the devils besought him saying send us into the swine that we may enter into them and forwith Jesus gave them leave and the unclean spirits which her thoughts went out and entered into the swine and the herd ran violently down the steep places to the sea they were about 2,000 and were choked in the sea watch this and they that fed the swine so these are the men fled they that that were feeding they that fed the swine they fed the swine were not eating wild things they were feeding it the, the swine Organi organization organized feeding fled and ran and told it in the city and in that and in the country and they went out to see what it was that was done this is something that's light. They, they rent and, tell, and they come down and they say, well, they're looking into the sea at a bunch of pigs floating, dead. Watch this. And they came to the Messiah and see him that was possessed with the devil. and had the legion sitting and clothed and in his right mind, and they were afraid. 
Watch this, verse 16. And they that saw it told them how it befell to him that was possessed with the devil. Devil? That's what he was. He was possessed with the devil. The spirits were also called the devil. And also concerning the swine. And they began to pray him to depart out of their coast. Get out. Please leave. Two thousand pigs were slain by the commandment of Christ. But in Matthew ten twenty nine, Christ said a sparrow can't hit the ground without my without the knowledge of the Lord. A sparrow. But Christ gave the order to kill two thousand pigs. Two thousand pigs. This is an example of Christ going into Gentile lands, and there is undefiled things. I mean, excuse me, defiled things that are among the Gentiles. Excuse me, brothers and sisters, today it's been a rough one. Why would Christ kill? 2,000 pigs, if they were going to be deemed clean later. See, this is, what they, this is what they don't teach you when they go to Mark 7. A defiled man, which is the pastor that keeps lies and falsehood from man which is the worship in vain is coming to try to with the Bible cleanse through what he what he understands in the scriptures I'll say God cleans all meats pig but he himself is defiled an undefiled law-breaking man is trying to teach the people that pork and other unclean beasts are now clean and will not defile you. But Paul says in 1 Timothy 1 and 10, those that defile themselves with mankind. What determines what defiles you? There's still a defiling. It didn't stop. And of course, and of course, right here, First Corinthians three seventeen, if any man defile the temple of God, him shall God destroy, for the temple of God is holy, which temple ye are. He's talking about Israel. You're the temple. You're as a, you as the body. Your body is the temple of the living God. 
if any man, def- well, how can you, if what, the question is, brothers and sisters, if nothing without a man that goes into man, go- can defile him, but the things which come out of those are they which defile him. So what comes out of the man is what defiles them. So, but we're still talking about defile. If any man defile the temple, what defiles you? Sin. If any man sin, in case you forget the thought, in case you forget the thought, Go back to Isaiah 24, verse 4. The earth mourneth and fadeth away. The world languishes and fadeth away. The haughty people of the earth do languish. The earth is defiled. The earth also is defiled under the inhabitants thereof because they have transgressed the laws. You're defiled when you transgress the laws. Changed the ordinance, broken the everlasting covenant. So, again, they already know, the preachers already know that if a man sinned against his temple, you mean to tell me that pork just so happened to be one of the sins that won't defile your temple again and the rest of them are? When they say there is nothing, they are trying to same, we're talking about sodomy. Sodomy, man on man, men with women. I mean, I mean, man with man, women with women. That can't defile you. So same sex can't defile you. Being covetous, wanting money, that can't defile you. Thievery, stealing, that can't defile you. The big thing is, brothers and sisters, it's just bigger than pork. It's bigger than pork. They're trying to say the church that nothing that is without you. There's nothing that is without you. Without means that in order for it to be without you, you have to be undefiled. It was telling his disciples that in order for you to be defiled, It has to be something that goes into the heart or that was already in the heart. And when you look at the context, the Pharisee, let's go back. The Pharisee. Mark 7, verse 6, and he answered and said unto them, Well, has Isaiah prophesied of you hypocrites, sinners, as it is written, This people honoreth me. Sinners, hypocrites, honoreth me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. Your Sunday pastor fits this to a T. He honoreth me with his lips, 
but his heart is far from the Messiah, and they are hypocrites, sinners. It does not surprise me, brothers and sisters, that sinners themselves, the, the file themselves, would try to justify the poor. Through Christ. And Christ brought grace, grace and truth. Truth is law. Christ brought, see, let me show you something. John 1. Verse 17 says, For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by our Lord and Savior, the Messiah. Grace and truth. Grace and truth. Grace and truth. Let's get a New Testament scripture. Where does truth come from? He's talking to the Jews here. An instructor of the foolish, a teacher of base, which has the form of knowledge and of the truth in the law. So Christ brought the law. In order for pork or any unclean meat to be cleansed. It would have had to been cleansed like this. Let me show you something. Proverbs. Let's see where I want to go. Book of Proverbs. Chapter 16, verse 16. By mercy and truth. Mercy is grace. And truth, by grace, mercy is grace, and truth, iniquity is purged, cleansed. Sin is not purged, but by the law. If eating pork was against the law, it would take the same law to cleanse it. Christ was a teacher of the law, of the truth. You can't kill 2,000 pigs or swine and then come back and declare swine clean. The blasphemy these preachers tell, by mercy and truth, sin is purged, cleansed, and by the fear of the Lord, men depart from sin, which is evil. We cannot let defiled men of the Sunday church, they're already defiled, they do not keep the law, teach us who keep the law that something has been purged. Pig has to be purged through the very same law that condemned it. This is why. And we know that didn't happen. This is why. In the book, here is a prophecy in the book of Isaiah. Chapter, we know these. this is one thing the pastor tried to, they tried to get by on this one. Isaiah 66, watch this, this is a prophecy. He said, well, behold, 
the Lord will come with fire and with his chariots like a whirlwind to render his anger with fury and his rebuke with flames of fire. All you have to do is go back to uh, Malachi 4 and 1. Burn, the wicked will burn. Christ mentioned the same thing, the fire. In Matthew 13. We're going to go there after this, and then that'll be the final scripture of this podcast. But the Lord will come with fire. For by fire and by his sword will the Lord plead with all flesh, and the slain of the Lord shall be many. Watch this. They that sanctify themselves and purify themselves in the gardens behind one tree in the midst, eating swine's flesh and the abomination and the mouth shall be consumed together, saith the Lord. Those that eat swine flesh are sinning. They're going to be consumed by the very fire that was mentioned in the previous verses, verses 15 and 16. God's going to kill pork eaters. I thought that, you know, this shouldn't be a prophecy. I thought it was clean, but the Bible says he's going to kill those that eat swine and the abomination. Let's go back and look up. Let's go back real quick. Watch this. I said 65 verse 4. I said I wasn't, you know. Which remaineth among the graves and lodge in the monuments, which eat swine's flesh and bras of abominable things. That's your your alligator. That's your turtle. That's your um, shrimp. That's your, um, I'll say your gumbo with all different types of things. The abominable things is in their vessels. Watch this. This is the Sunday church today, which stand, which say, stand by thyself, come not near to me, for I am holier than thou. These are smoke in my nose, a fire that burneth all the day. See, brothers and sisters, prophecy is in the spirit of Christ. And we, we have witnessed, we have witnessed in verse 17 of Isaiah 66, they that sanctify themselves and purify themselves in the gardens behind one tree, in the midst of the tree is that evil minister, that pastor. Remember in Matthew 7, verse 19, God, uh, Christ also compared man to a tree as a parable. A tree that does not teach, does not, does not, not, I'll show you. A tree that does not have good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. This is talking about that tree. One tree in the midst, eating swine's flesh and the abomination, and the mouth shall be consumed together, saith the Lord. Prophecy. Because eating pork is still a sin. It's going to be a sin all the way out. They're trying, a, a, a defiled preacher is trying to teach you that pork no longer defiles the body. How about that? This is why the Lord says this. 
there's no Sunday preacher that's going to teach me anything because he's defiled. He doesn't keep the law. That's the, that's what Christ is really saying. That's what the parable was really about. That's why in the book of Matthew, chapter 13, verse 38, it says, The field is the world, the good seed are the children of the kingdom, the terrors are the children of the wicked one, the unlawful one. The wicked are the unlawful. The enemy that sold them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the world, and the reapers are the angels. As therefore the tares are gathered and burned in fire, so shall it be in the end of this world. Fire. Just like in Isaiah 66, 15, death is coming to sin. Can't fall for these preachers out here teaching this, brothers and sisters. Death is going to come to sinners. And with that, brothers and sisters, this concludes the podcast episode of today, this Sabbath day. All praises to the Most High. And we say peace be unto This is IUPR Bible Podcast with your host, the Apostle Ruben. You can watch us on YouTube and Spotify. And if you're listening on Anchor.fm, we hope you will join us next week for another podcast episode.